Here's an important COVID-19 school system update for your local area. If you're concerned about your child's education, please pay close attention to this message. The current school systems were not set up for at-home learning. If you're worried that your child may not be getting the grades they need to get ahead, may be losing self-confidence, or you're worried about them getting into a good college because of their grades, help is available to you. Call Grade Potential Tutoring. They can help with in-home or online tutoring and help your child with any subject and every grade level, even for test prep. They're experts in the home tutoring and online tutoring field and confident they can help you and your child get better grades today. Call now for your free consultation. 800-693-8290. That's 800-693-8290. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. It is Tuesday on this program. You know what that means. I always say this with such remorse. We have to talk about Raw. It's a bad show again. Although, there were a couple of things in the show that I actually liked. But it's raw, and so the things I like, I presume, are just a way to set up heat by then making me angry in about three weeks when Randy Orton gives the RKO to, to Matt Riddle. But anyway, we're getting ahead of ourselves. We're going to talk about raw and also all of the other news, not the least of which is NXT coming up tonight. Got four matches announced. Maybe they'll announce more as we get going on the show because, you know, we got announcings day of as opposed to in advance. We got AEW Dynamite coming up on Wednesday. Eight segments announced for that show. And Kenny Omega will be wrestling next month at the Impact Under Siege show because these folks at Impact Wrestling, big fans of Steven Seagal. It's coming up on May 15th. Also, there's shows uh, actually June 12th as well. And then Slammiversary, which is not yet, they have not yet announced the date of Slammiversary, except it is going to be in July. So it is possible that uh, they are going to announce the date, maybe so that some of the folks that got released from WWE will be able to participate. I don't know that for sure, but that's happened before. They did air a commercial which had a, uh, a very prominent picture of Samoa Joe in it. So maybe maybe we'll see Joe, who knows, at that show. Slammiversary coming up in July. We've also got the ratings for the A&E Roddy Piper biography, which I heard was very good. And we will be reviewing that tonight on the Brian and Vinny and Craig show. We reviewed the Steve Austin one last week, which I really liked. Roddy Piper coming up tonight. So a lot of stuff to get into. We'll take your feedback, text messages, phone calls later. Oh, what a day it will be. Back in a moment of Super Live. I'm Ron Barr. All my life, I've been active, playing tennis, pickup basketball, cycling, and swimming. But let me tell you, as I've gotten older, my body now tells me when enough is enough 
and I've done too much. Did you know 100 million Americans suffer from ongoing pain due to aging, exercise, overexertion, and the effects of everyday living? I want to recommend Relief Factor to you. Relief Factor can help all those body parts that are hurting, sore, such as neck and shoulder, back, hip, or knee, or just general muscle aches and pains. Here's what I recommend. Go to relieffactor.com to find out more. And Relief Factor has something special for the Sports Byline USA Network listeners. You can get their three-week quick start program for just $19.95. That's only 95 cents a day. So give them a call at 800-500-8384. That's 800-500-8384. Or check it out at relieffactor.com. Come on. You watch the news. Be prepared to pay more taxes. Then, if you owe back taxes or haven't filed in a few years, get ready. The IRS, the largest collection agency in the world, will be coming after you. With the power to collect taxes by any means they want to. Hey, they can freeze your bank account, your passport, even padlock your business. Oh, good times. Look, if the IRS claims you owe them 5000 or more in back taxes and they're coming after you, don't panic. Call my friends at Get a Tax Lawyer first. Their job is to negotiate with the IRS and save you money. They're experts at it. That's all they do. And you can trust them. In some cases, they have reduced a $50,000 tax bill to less than $1,000. If you owe the IRS $5,000 or more in back taxes, call now for a free consultation. Call 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. That's 800-732-9635. If your loved one has passed away due to COVID-19, pay close attention to this message. You could be entitled to a death benefit of over $300,000. The U.S. government has set up a fund to pay families relief if they've lost a loved one due to COVID-19. We know this is a hard time for you, and this fund has been set up by the federal government to help ease your pain. The compensation includes a death benefit and lost wages benefit. Time is limited, so we urge you to make a free phone call right now. There's no cost to you for this claim. All legal fees are only covered once you receive your money. So if you've lost a loved one due to COVID-19, call the legal helpline right now to find out if you qualify for a cash award. Here's our number. 800-918-4086-800-918-4086-800-918-4086. That's 800-918-4086. Paid for by the IPG Law Group. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back at the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. Probably may as well get right out of the way. Another wretched show. Mike almost quit in the middle of the show last night. It was so bad. Actually, almost quit like early on in the show. Half hour in. I was oh, done. my God. And it only got worse, like the first half hour. So we have Mace and T-Bar coming out for their match with Braun Strowman and Drew McIntyre. But Braun goes and yells at Drew because his feelings are hurt that Drew did not thank him last week. And he goes, I'm going to go out there. I'm going to take these two guys on by myself, something you couldn't do. So he goes out there, and in fact, Braun Strowman also can't do it. And they stomp on him for the DQ. Drew runs down. This leads to Braun and Drew versus T-Bar and Mace. Last week, we had a DQ that led to a DQ. This week, we have a DQ that leads to a countout. 
no better way to get a new team over than winning by DQ and count out because they won't allow you to pin anybody. So Braun is very upset, and he lays out Drew with the power slam. And Drew then goes, and he wants a third match tonight. He wants to face Braun Strowman in the main event of the show. We have a segment with Miz and Morrison, the Drifter, Jackson Riker. It's wretched. It only gets worse because then the New Day and Damian Priest come out, and they throw tomatoes, literal tomatoes. They throw tomatoes at the bad guys. And meanwhile, like, they can't help themselves. They do 50,000 cuts. So, like, I can't even see if anybody got hit with a tomato. They go to the match. Priest and the New Day versus Elias and Riker and Miz. You guys remember who the uh, WWE Raw Tag Team Champions are out of curiosity? Do you remember, Mike? I do. Who are they? I do. It's, it's AJ Styles and it's Omos who okay. just disappeared. In the Bro, we haven't seen them in going on three weeks now. Uh, so we have to see Mania. the same matches over and over. And like I was told today, nobody is currently out. It's like, what? There's no way you've got a full roster. They do this match, Priest and New Day versus Elias, Riker, Miz. This match goes on like an hour, and it ended up okay. Like, the comeback was good. The spots at the end were good. But, bro, I didn't need to see this for as long as it went. We have Sonya Deville of SmackDown showing up so that she can reinstate Charlotte, who was suspended indefinitely after the show went off the air last week. So she doesn't even miss one. She didn't even miss an hour because this was an hour one of the following week. So Charlotte comes out, and she talks to this referee that she beat up, and she's reinstated, and he says he's sorry, and then they announce a match for later or whatever. I was I was completely over this. They had all this fake booing. It was just preposterous. We have Adam Pierce upset at Sonya for reinstating Charlotte without asking him. She apparently goes by the old... You know, make the mistake and apologize later. Don't ask for permission. That old gimmick. Braun is furious at Adam Pierce. Braun wants to be added to the main event at WrestleMania Backlash if he beats Drew tonight. And uh, Adam Pierce says, okay. Sheamus comes out for the open challenge. Last week, the story was, I'm going to issue an open challenge, but the title will never be on the line. He then proceeds to go out and issue an open challenge with the title on the line. So they, like, forgot in the middle of the show. Now this week he comes back and the title is not on the line. We have Umberto Carrillo accepting for the second week in a row. Apparently nobody else wants a shot at this U.S. title. He gets beaten up, but he does make a comeback, and he sends the dude packing. And so probably next week he'll get murdered in a match by Sheamus, and that'll be the end of that guy for a while. Bobby and MVP promo. Rhea Ripley, who is a heel this week, she does a promo. Dave's telling me she's always been a heel. She has? I don't know. Lashley and MVP come out to cut a promo. They're upset about the main event. There's a lot of promos on this show where everyone just says the exact same thing. Riddle does a promo, and guess who shows up? Randy Orton. And Randy says, you know... Maybe that RK bro idea isn't the worst idea. Let's have a match tonight, and if we win, we'll talk more later. Riddle is over the moon, as he should be, because they're actually going to do something with the guy for a couple weeks. Nia, Shada, and Reginald backstage. Nia cuts a terrible promo, horribly scripted promo. Somebody shows up with flowers for Nia. Reginald says they aren't from me. Then Angel Garza shows up and says they're from me. 
I don't know why he didn't just give her the flowers. He was right there. And then she walks over and she hits Mandy with the flowers to not lead to a match tonight. Braun is warming up. It's been like an hour. We haven't had a match. We get RK-Bro versus Shelton and Cedric. And RK-Bro wins. And Randy tags in Riddle for the finish. They work together great. They get along. People seem to like it. It's something new. And I'm sure as a result of that, they will break up and, and Randy will RKO the guy in like two weeks so we can get some heat. Don't give the fans something new. Don't give the fans something new and exciting and fun. Let's make that something to get heat. Hey, maybe they won't. But if you think I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt, if you think I'm going to see where this goes, think again. I'm expecting the worst. Asuka, Naomi, and Lana versus Rhea, and Nia, and Shayna. I think they. I think Dave said this went 12 minutes. I mean, it would have been best served going two. I mean, Lana's in there. She did some spot with Rhea that was like, it was the most slow motion Lucha. I haven't seen Lucha this slow since I was doing shows at Tito Carrion's gym in Hillsboro, Oregon in front of like three fans. And so, like, she does this horribly slow, and finally Rhea just power bombs her and uh, gets to work. And then finally Rhea hips, hits a hip riptide on Lana. Nia tags in, pins her. I mean, where is the rest of this roster? Don't tell me the whole roster is available. That's impossible. Wretched Alexa Bliss segment. She's got her stupid doll. She's threatening to have matches with the rest of the women's roster that will involve magic and dolls. Y'all looking forward to that? I'm not. Charlotte beats Mandy. Do I need to recap the dumbest spot of the night in this match? No? Okay, I won't. Drew does a promo, and then Drew faces Braun Strowman. Thankfully, Drew was kind of like Kenny Omega, except Braun Strowman didn't get blown up. Drew was like, bro, we're going to have a good match here. Whether we have to kill each other or not, like, we're going to try to save this show. He's given Braun overhead belly-to-belly suplexes. Braun's giving this dude superplexes, brain busters off the top rope. They're just killing each other. And finally, we have interference from Lashley, MVP, Mace, T-Bar, and somehow this leads to Drew being distracted. Braun power slams him for the pin. So uh, Mace and T-Bar, who are now unmasked, like, we know who they are? Well, they're still Mason T-Bar. So, like, why did they bother? I, they I interfere. Uh, the, I, MVP said they weren't part of the Hurt Business. Apparently he was telling the truth. I guess he hired them for a night. Now they have interfered and screwed the Hurt Business because now Lashley has to face two guys at the pay-per-view. It's a... Well, Brian, they're not part of the Hurt Business, okay? And I'm not whatever. sure if they're Mason T-Bar or if they are... They are. are. They were billed as Mason T-Bar. Yeah, but next week, do you think they actually just go ahead and go full out and give them the name Connor and Victor? Brian, because or, that's kind of what they were like last night, weren't they? Bro, they were they were, they were Ascension. They were the Ascension. They were uh, the other two guys, AOP... They were That's every they were. They were a mix every AOP big and team that they've got, yeah. and uh, I mean it's better than retribution, I guess. Yeah, I guess. They've gotten they've gotten two cheap wins, so just call him Dijak. You know you can beat just two guys and like give them an actual win. God yeah. forbid they actually beat a team. Mm. Well, apparently know. all the teams are sitting on ice with everybody else who's not sick. Apparently. I don't even care enough to, like, get mad about this show. It's like, no, it's a bad show every week. 
It it just sucks. It's like it, repetitive. We see the same matches, the same finishes, the same guys wrestle all throughout the show. There are a couple of guys like God bless Drew McIntyre. He tries so hard to try to be a shining beacon of light on this the darkness that is Raw, and the rest of it is just like. Let's just go through the motions and have impossibly long matches. And eh, I don't know. I don't know. Who can who can sit through three hours of the show? I don't get it. Oh God, nobody. We can talk about that coming out after break too, because the third hour of this show, with how the first hour went, I'd love to see how this thing holds up. Hey, there's one half of your tag team champions ring music. He's dropped off. He's vanished, so that we can watch a Lana match for 25 minutes. Back in a moment, Observer Live. Prime strength, ain't nobody man enough to feel the pain. And you can be next, you better give respect. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contracts. We're offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. So if you're fed up with the maintenance fees that keep on coming and want to learn if you can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, call today. Even if you've tried before and were unsuccessful in getting rid of your timeshare, call today and see if we can help. We offer a complete 100% unconditional client satisfaction guarantee. Make this completely free call and learn how we can help you legally put an end to your timeshare nightmare once and for all. You have nothing to lose, so call right now to qualify and receive a free consultation. 800-880-7167. 800-880-7167. That's 800-880-7167. Paid for by Airtime Media. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober. And all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. 800-403-5912. 
800-403-5912. That's 800-403-5912. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Prime needs anything else? Go, go. I almost uh, deleted my whole uh, deal. Bro, I am just like, this show. I know. I know. Look, it's so, not so even... I just got to bring this up because Eddie mentioned it. Okay. What? Oh, Rhea? Rhea is, oh, is they're told, we are told big cheers for Rhea Ripley. I have people every, like literally every day, I have my buddy I discuss this with, and he's insistent that she's a baby face in WWE. She is a baby face. Why is she... She's attacking Asuka. She's on the heel team. Like, is this that hard? How do we have no... There's no women on the roster. Is that the problem? Like, what's going on? There was no other heel to put with Shayna and uh, Nia. Apparently not. My God, help me. Why is this so hard? The worst part is it's, you know, when Charlotte came back, it's like, you know, at the time, because of what had happened during the build up to Mania and how she acted at Mania, it was like, well, uh, Rhea's a heel. And then Charlotte comes back and Charlotte just completely with her new heel character, I don't want to say sucks all the air out of the room, but she is the dominant presence in that division anyway. Rhea is already in her shadow. I didn't think that Charlotte needed to necessarily be around in that moment, especially on the heel side of the leisure to completely overshadow Rhea. But that's what's happened. And if Rhea's a heel, one, why? Like, why is she a heel? I well, don't. She, I don't really. She's understand not. That. Like everybody here is saying, no, she's a heel. No, listen, everyone, she's not. She's a baby face. Yes, but they just don't have enough bodies, so they decide, okay, we're going to put all the champions together in this six woman tag match and it's like again it's like with Shayna Baszler where Shayna Shayna's not going to lose to you know Lana but she's going to lose to everybody else she's going to lose to Asuka and Charlotte and Rhea and people on the top tier and it's the same situation where it's like why does she have to be the designated loser here where are all of these other women where is Santana Garrett to get called off the bench to take an L. Where are some of the women in NXT to come up and be utilized on the main roster? Because otherwise, again, it goes back to the question, where is everybody and why are they limiting this show to so few people when you have three hours to fill? I don't get it. I can understand focusing on only a few. Where is everybody where are your world tag team champions? If you're not going to have the belts anymore, what are you going to quietly get rid of them? If Omas wasn't ready, which he, yeah, no, it, he was, he was not, you know, and you knew that, but you wanted to get that pop at WrestleMania. But if he's not ready, why are the belts on him? I mean, is that why he's gone? What is going on where you're only utilizing such a small percentage of your roster when you need some bodies, yes, you need stars, but you need some people to create stars. And you only have a couple people beating each other back and forth, 50-50 style, or being involved in stuff that's not getting them over, like Damian Priest throwing tomatoes. Dude, uh, this person here goes, Brian's found his next victim. Yes, I have, okay? 
if you're going to go on the chat and you're going to do the yeah but and your argument is that AEW has no heels, I hereby demand your banishment from the chat, okay? This is a new level of stupidity. And you know what's funny is, like, Dave always goes, oh, AEW doesn't really do baby faces and heels. And I'm like, okay, I can think of uh, Pentagon, Phoenix, and uh, Lance Archer. Those are three people that I'm not quite sure about what they are right now. But in what universe can you watch AEW and not pick out, in 95% of the cases, who the baby faces are and who the heels are? For crying out loud, Chris Jericho turned babyface, and he went as far babyface as you could go, apologizing to all of the people that they had wronged. Like, yeah. you're confused which of these two groups, Inner Circle and Pinnacle, you're confused which is the babyface group and which is the heel group. When you watch the best friends against Miro, you're confused about who's the babyface and the heel. You, when you watch Britt Baker, you're not sure if it's supposed to be a babyface or a heel. I mean, I could go through Cody? the entire roster. QT like, and Cody. Who get out of here. Go to another chat. Brian, There's many QT chats the out there. Or is QT the babyface? Well, uh, I can't figure it out. I can't figure out if that guy's the babyface or the And heel. here's the bottom line. This is not a referendum on AEW. Period, point blank, that's it, that's all. It's a bad excuse. It's like Brian using... You know, trying to use MMA when it comes to one of the Pauls being knocked out and killing that golden Didn't goose. Didn't I just it's a say bad I'm comparison. trying to move it's on? It's the wrong comparison. No one ever lets me move on. My no, God, you brought not. this up days later. That's because of how you are. But it doesn't matter. It doesn't. It's not relevant to the conversation. God, I mean, it's not relevant. I didn't even bring it up. AEW. I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about AEW being brought up. is not relevant to any conversation that's got to do with WWE, why they're not utilizing enough people or anything that has to do with their programming we are speaking about wwe why are you comparing aew it doesn't matter aew can screw up things on their own and be successful on their own we're talking about raw and the same problems that have plagued it over and over again it doesn't matter what aew does period get out of the chat dummy all right nxt tonight bronson reed versus austin theory we've got mercedes martinez versus dakota kai Kushida and MSK versus Legato Del Fantasma and Adam Cole will do a sit-down interview with Arash Markazi. Should I know who that is? Arash Markazi? I have no earthly idea, but they specifically said this person's name. Sports, I believe, correct? The, uh, sports I, I don't know. Someone tell me. Dom, jump in here. Who, 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 says our chat. Who? I don't know who the guy is. Kenny Omega wrestling next month at Under Siege on May 15th. Talked about this earlier, defending the title and uh, probably defending the title at all future shows. I would guess until he loses the AEW title because I don't see I don't see him getting pinned for the title as long as he is AEW champion. I guess he could do a three-way and someone else in the match gets pinned, but I'd be very surprised. And uh, I mean, the more I, I think about it, the more I I just have this feeling he is not going to come out with the Impact and TNA titles this week. I could be wrong, but I feel like it's not going to happen. So he may not. We'll and you see. can come up with any reason hey, in the world on, on why he Yes, wouldn't. Dom. Yeah, Arash Markazi. Actually, uh, he's a writer, but he also host of the Arash Markazi show on the Mightier 1090. Really? He's I did not spot. know that. Yeah, so small world there. Well, everyone, I, I'm a big fan of the Mightier 1090 AM, but I can't listen to it because I'm in Washington. doesn't reach. 
listen to it on the app. Play TuneIn. Well, friends at TuneIn. I hope uh, I hope this fella here, Arash Markazi, has been talking wrestling on his show. Hope so. I hope he knows what's going on more than Adnan Verk. We're gonna Adnan need a Verk. God bless the guy, but like, yeah, really, he's a student. Dude, I think Dom it's not his it fault. It's not. It really isn't. I know people are going to jump on him and blah, blah, blah. Bottom line, he's not Pat McAfee. Pat McAfee was more suited to the role of being a color commentator than Verk was to be in the role of play-by-play. And you can hear the guy. He's trying. He's trying to bring up his inflection. I'm sure he's got a lot of people yelling into his ear. It just is a – It's was just a bizarre pick. You know what and, this is? Seriously, you were talking about bad analogies. Here's a good analogy. This got? would be like – if because of my rousing success here on uh, Sports Byline and the Mightier 1090 AM, someone decided, you know what? We need a new voice of the Seattle Mariners. Let's hire this Brian Alvarez. He's yeah. local, and I have to go out there and call a baseball game? I never watched a baseball game in my life. I guess I maybe watched one. Mm. I mean, I was there. I don't know if I no, watched th- it. This would be you doing football. You'd have an easier time doing baseball and telling stories during the downtime and things like that. This is like you calling football. Well, no, Mike, because wrestling isn't that complicated. Oh, <laughs> it's not yeah. that complicated, especially WWE. It's like, you know what you know, <laughs> should help Adnan Verk? Like, once you get through a match, like, you should just be able to say the same stuff the next week because they're going to do the match again. It's like practice. Oh, I'm going to call this match with uh, Strowman and Drew against uh, uh, these other two blokes. Oh, okay, I called the match. I'll rewatch it, and then I just have to call the same match next week. You're literally just getting practice calling the same matches over and over. It's like Mitch Hedberg's old joke about, like, you know, all right, you're a comedian. You know, you're pretty funny. Can you act? You know, they want to give you a TV show, and it's like, you know, if you're a, a great chef, it's like, you know, well, can you farm? <laughs> like, you know, no, I can cook, though. Let, let me cook. And... Adnan, and look, if he's he's a great studio host, he's a really good studio host, and there's a lot of those out there. There's very difficult sometimes to be a studio host and a play-by-play guy or a color guy, Joe Tessitore. You know, there's guys who can do it and guys who stand out. Jim Lampley has been one over the years who can do everything. And, you know, Verk was thrown into the number one rated show on cable with a rabid fan base that is far more passionate than he is. And unfortunately... You know, he's making the best out of a bad situation. Now, with that said, he took the job. He's going to have to take all the slings and arrows that come with it. But it's really hard when you take a guy like that. Look, if they wanted a really polished studio guy to do play-by-play, where is Scott Stanford? He's been around there for a long time. Brother, it doesn't matter before. who but they that's use. That's the whole thing. It's like if it you want a matter. slick guy with a face, like you have Stanford there who already knows all the lingo and all that stuff. I don't get it. What's I up really with your don't. internet, by the way? What's sound like on? you're doing this show from underwater. What happened there? Everything was going fine. Uh, well, you put the, the filter on? glitched, your glitchy voice. It's terrible. According to Sports Business Journal's John Orand... Last Saturday's UFC 261 did more than 700,000 pay-per-view buys domestically on ESPN+. Plus. This does not include international buys. So very likely eight, 900,000 for that UFC this weekend. And we're going to return after the break. We can talk about whatever you want today because I will open up the phone lines. No gimmicks allowed. John, back in a moment of your life. Stop. 
Stop wasting your time struggling to loosen rusted nuts and bolts. Start using Free All Deep Penetrating Oil. Free All spreads deep into rusted or frozen parts to help release tough bolts and washers. Its formula delivers three times more lubricant. That means less sprays, less torque, and less time than any other penetrating oil on the market. It's even silicone free. Professionals have trusted Free All Deep Penetrating Oil for over 40 years. Now it's your turn. Get Free All today at AutoZone, O'Reilly, and Napa. Look for the silver can. Time for your small business report presented by Dell Small Business. As a business owner, you've got a lot of decisions to make. You're the one responsible for your company's ultimate success or failure. You're the one all of your employees look to for direction. And you're the one that has to see the big picture to know what moves to make next. But don't get so caught up in feeling accomplished by getting work done and those to-do items checked off that you forget to check in with yourself. Every week, take 30 minutes to have a meeting with yourself as the chief strategist of your business and make sure you're still headed in the right direction rather than just accomplishing a list of tasks. And that's your Dell Small Business Report. What do you get when you talk to a Dell Technologies advisor? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You get someone who understands there's an art to listening. Uh-huh. Sure. Who's able to hear more than what's being said and can provide tailored mm-hmm. small business solutions that make you feel okay. truly heard. I understand. Let's get started. For advice on everything from laptops to the cloud and solutions powered by Intel V Pro platform, call an advisor today at 877-ASK-DELL. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Clay's Cleaning Service has a spotless reputation. Hey, take care of the windows. Hello, this is Clay. But his business operations yes, could use a light dusting. Boy, I had you scheduled for next week. I'll just check here. No, absolutely. We will be there tomorrow. Indeed can help him hire the people he needs. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. When you sponsor a job, you immediately get your short list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job criteria. Visit Indeed.com credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. You know, I was at the playground with my beautiful young daughters yesterday. And they're playing or whatever. And I got an email and it says, hey, Brian. This is uh, Honolulu. I'm not sure what happened yesterday, but here's the algebra 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 grades. That's how he spelled it. That wasn't on me. I thought I sent, but apparently it didn't go through to your email, so here's another screenshot. Now, if you recall, 
I will not allow Honolulu to call in until he gets his grades up. I said, when you get those grades up, you can send me a screenshot or whatever, and then maybe I will reinstate you. This is not raw. You don't get suspended indefinitely, and then you're on the next show in the first segment. You're suspended indefinitely until you bring those grades up. So uh, young Honolulu sends me this message. It's his grades. And so I look at the grades, and, uh, and here's what he sent me. Algebra 2 Honors 1. F. What? Transforming Functions Practice 2. 3 out of 15. Functions and Function Ooh. Operations. That was at least 9 out of 10. But Finding Domain and Domain Restrictions, 4 out of 15. Review Quiz number 7, 9 out of 12. And Test on Graphing, etc., 14 out of 30. That's an F. So that I go over to my like wife, and I, I said, there's this kid, and I told him he could not come back on the show until he got his grades up. And then he sends me an email with his grades, and the email he sends, there he's getting an F. Why would you do that? And I'm telling her this story, and there's a little old lady sitting on a bench a few feet from us, and she's just watching her grandkids or whatever. And I tell Whitney this story, and the old lady starts laughing. She takes her mask down. She looks at it. She's like, what? I said, yeah. He sent me his grades, and they're all Fs. He's supposed to be sending me good grades. And she says, ha, ha, ha. Well, you know, uh, uh, my young uh, grandson's also struggling. He's 15. And, you know, usually they're actually very bright. I didn't say anything, but I was like, I have no evidence that he's very bright. He sent me his report card. It's all Fs. So, Honolulu, I hate to have to explain this to you, but I want you to send me your grades when they're A's or B's. Bro, even if you got a D, that is at least an improvement. So I need you to send me improved grades, my friend. Do you understand? Yeah, but should those passing grades, you know, those those improving aids be passing grades? I mean, should he be on here with a D? I, I want mean, them to be better. Yeah, okay. But he Honolulu here be... is my he's, he's kind of like my spiritual son that I never had. I named my daughter Hanalei for crying out loud. Hawaii is my home. So come on, Honolulu, get these grades up. Crying out loud. I mean, you're a better caller than John in Memphis, so we could use you on this program. I heard things went a little sideways last night during the celebration for Filthy Tom. Yeah, he tried, to, he tried to steal Tom's thunder, just like this Dickinson did. Chris Dickinson. Mm. Horrible. This person says maybe it's a higher F. Well, it's still an F, buddy. Doesn't yeah. matter if it's a low F or a high F. I need out of the Fs in order to be back on this show. Look, I wouldn't feel as a parent, I would not feel comfortable if he improves from like the 39 that he's got in the class right now to like a 61. You're still not going to pass the class. You're going to have to get at least a C. This is like athletics, okay? I don't know if you do anything out there. But, you know, say you were on some sort of a sports team. you got to maintain a certain grade point average. If you can't get to like a 2.0... I'm sorry. You know, you got to be we're, we we don't even want Mike Sanders here. You don't even have to be above average. You just got to get to par again. You can do it. Come on. You can prove, do this. Honolulu. Prove your father, Brian Alvarez. Right. I graduated for crying out loud. If I can do it, pretty much anybody could do it. Now, you this person here says 
And I wasn't going to mention this, but they asked, what was the dumb spot in the Charlotte match? I don't watch Raw hardly ever do these days. This spot was so dumb and so funny that it kind of turned around the show for me for a while. Charlotte is wrestling uh, whatever, Mandy, and the gimmick is that she's feuding with the referee. And, like, there was an issue with the referee last week. So these idiots in WWE probably also got an F in a bunch of subjects. Their bright idea is, well, we'll have this guy ref Charlotte's return match. So the ref is in the ring, and he counts, and Mandy kicks out, and Charlotte, ah, why did you? That should have been a three or whatever. So then they're in the middle of the ring, and Mandy is making a comeback. Now, you have to listen carefully, okay? Mandy is making a comeback. She grabs Charlotte, and she's going to violently whip Charlotte into the turnbuckle. So she whips her. Charlotte is running towards this turnbuckle. She's about to hit it with great force, but the referee is there. So Charlotte manages to put on the brakes, at which point the spot is she is to yell at the referee for getting in her way. I just about lost it. You ever seen one of those matches where someone's about to be whipped into the buckle, but their partner jumps in the way to protect them from the buckle? Charlotte is about to be violently whipped into the buckle. The ref happens to be there, and Charlotte puts on the brakes, which, by the way, why don't why doesn't everyone put on the brakes when they get whipped into a buckle? Why does everyone else keep running? She's able to put on the brakes and then yells at the ref, how dare you get in the way of me violently hitting this buckle as Mandy whips me towards the corner? I laughed. I was like, what am I watching? What am I watching? And the answer is I'm watching Monday Night Raw. I was really hoping the referee's name would be Dave because I would have really liked her to say over and over again, where's my apology, Dave? I want my apology now, Dave. That's what it felt like actually there with how long they dragged that thing out. They were getting their apology from Dave in Charlotte's World, but they were doing it through Eddie or Oringo. I see. I can't roll my R's like that. All I need to know is Eddie. Charlotte, just Charlotte like Eddie in the from... in the in the Thunderdome. They're like, ah, oh, this Eddie's spilling all the juice. We'll make this ref's name Eddie, <laughs> and we'll make him be a dork. Oh, all right, uh, anonymous. That's never good when an anonymous person calls. But you're on the air. What's going on? Hey, this is Ahmed from Kuwait. How are you guys doing? It's been a while. What's happening? Uh, first of all, shout out for you guys. Uh, we're in Ramadan. We're fasting 14 hours. So the content you guys are providing are, you know, they're very good content. They're passing out the day. My question is, beginning of the year, we noticed that AEW and NXT, they're showing a lot of special shows, like Blood of Guts type weekly shows. I feel strong to have so much special shows because that will teach your audience the weekly show is not as important as, the, you know, the special show. So what's what's the right spot of having special shows? Is it like monthly, quarterly? I believe like quarterly is the best. Well, I want to thank you very much for the call. So this is a complicated topic, my friend. But I'm going to give you my thoughts on it right now. So there needs to be something, preferably monthly, that you can build to in your booking. Having three months between pay-per-views is fine when it's like 1991 and it's just all squash matches, and you just do these nothing-happening shows, and you build towards the big event, and then everyone buys the show. With the with the amount of television 
and the amount of big matches on television, at the end of the day, you've got to have something to build to every month. Now, you could argue, well, we need to build towards a pay-per-view every month because the pay-per-views have been drawing, you know, anywhere from 100 to 125,000 buys, which is a lot of money for AEW. That's a lot of revenue that they make off these pay-per-views. And at this point, they're only doing this four times a year. So you could argue, well, you know, maybe they should go monthly or maybe they should go uh, every two months instead of every three months. Now, what they're doing right now is they are remaining every quarter, but they're doing regularly monthly specials. And to me, at this point now, I believe that either what they're doing now or every other month, with a monthly TV special is the way to go. Because, once again, it is not the 90s, and their revenue is not entirely dependent on pay-per-view. These added pay-per-view buys, great revenue. But at the end of the day, the reason that AEW survived this pandemic, the reason that AEW is hiring way more people now than they were a year ago, is because of their new television deal. They got a new and more lucrative television deal. And at the end of the day, their number one revenue generator is television. It is not pay-per-view. About 10, 15 years ago, everything went like this. And pay-per-view and, and television, they crossed. Where now, television was more lucrative than pay-per-view. And it has been that way from day one for AEW as well. So they need to do well enough on TNT that in 2023, two years from now or so, when they have to negotiate a new deal, maybe, much like the NHL did, maybe they can bump it up to $225 million a year over five years or whatever. That That is their revenue stream. Pay-per-views are icing on the cake on top of that. So I believe that they should at least be doing one television special every other month, or maybe it's more lucrative in the long term to do two television specials and a pay-per-view every three months. But they need to build up their television viewership. They need to build up the 18 to 49. They need to get people watching that TV show if they want to thrive. Walaikum salam. Ramadan Mubarak. And I will add, once every two months maybe. Because you got TV every week. Because I always think, man, they need like a Clash of the Champions. And they do need a Clash of the Champions style show. But... Even though wrestling was on TV weekly, we didn't have the kind of impact. It didn't have the kind of impact I don't think it does now to the fan base that it's going for. It's just completely different viewing habits in a lot of ways. So I think with you have weekly TV, you have to keep that strong, and you have the quarterly pay-per-views once every two months is probably the best way to go with some sort of special event, some sort of special three-hour TV show that, that stands out that you're building towards. That is a, a catalyst, a jumping-off point for maybe casuals that come through. They know if they see this show, they can get caught back up and know where we're going for the pay-per-view. So there's a way to get that done. And as you mentioned, no matter how bad the ratings are, no matter what situation we're in, when it comes to rights fees right now, I mean, they're through the roof. The NHL had a good start to the season. I'm not sure how well they've maintained nationally. They had a really good start. But is it worth having their rates doubled? I mean, which is essentially what they've done. They went from a $300 million deal that they had with ESPN to now, I mean, just a ridiculous amount between Turner and the, the, the Turner ESPN deal compared to what they had with NBC. 
So WWE is only going up. The NFL went up a ton. The NBA is going to be up for, I think, 2028. So in the next couple of years, those numbers are going to be astronomical. I can't see why AEW, if they continue on with the way that they're going, with the demographic that they get, why they can't be uh, on the uptick as well, too. Obviously, they have their friends and their partners with TNT, but money talks. So going forward, yeah, television is your answer, period. All right, very quickly, Canada, you're on the air. What's going on? Hey, Brian. Hey, Mike. I just want to quickly get your thoughts on the idea that, uh, you know, you know, we often complain how there's no real stars in uh, WWE these days. Uh, well, I, I, it's something that I think I've heard you mention before, but I just want to bring it up again. And it's the idea that it's 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 kind of inherent, you know, obviously because of Vince, but the the idea that no one should get too over because if they do, he can, you know, effectively like lose control of them, kind of like... It, um, you know, like the rock. Yeah, I got it. We got it. We got to head to commercial. I'll talk to you right after the break. Back in a moment, Observer Live. We are the Debt Destroyer Network. Any debt you have credit card, tax, student loan debt. Call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt. It's great advice. Plus, when you make this free call now, we have debt destroyer experts ready to help. They can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track. Debt problems don't have to be overwhelming. You can live stress-free and debt-free. Credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 877-360-0402-877-360-0402-877-360-0402. That's 877-360-0402. Are you paying too much for term life insurance? There's a tremendous price war among the major term life companies. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past few years. For example, a man age 45 non-tobacco user. $1 million of coverage is only $75 per month, level for the next 10 years. Or a man age 50 non-tobacco user can buy a half million dollars of coverage for a monthly premium of only $110. Guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years. That's right, level rates for 20 years. And if If you're a smoker, we have great rates for you as well. At the Term Lifeline, we specialize in policies of a half million dollars and above. So if you're looking for new or replacement term life insurance, call right now for a free quote. Rates and availability may vary by state. Sample rate quotes are based on preferred non-tobacco underwriting exam required to qualify. 800-807-1981. 800-807-1981. That's 800-807-1981. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I I never wanted to start using. I I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. 
You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. In the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. This Ben Rama here. He says, yeah, you create too big a star and they just leave. Bro, I've heard this a million times. Oh, well, if they, if they allow someone to get bigger than the brand, they get huge and then they, they go away. Yeah, well, let's think about this for a second. Would you rather have a company where there was, like, no stars and then someone became a giant star and you had a giant ascent in business and you made a lot of money and then they went to Hollywood and you went back to having no stars again? You're telling me you'd prefer to just have no stars always and never have that peak. Take out television deals. Okay, take out television deals because the television landscape now is totally different than it was in the 90s. Okay, let's just talk about overall popularity, mainstream popularity, number of fans in the buildings, number of fans watching on television. Are we better now with no stars than we were when we created a rock and we created an Austin? And we rode this massive wave of success into becoming a publicly traded company. And Vince is a billionaire in the whole nine yards. But then, God forbid, they both left and they weren't there anymore. Are we better now with no stars than we were during that period? Of course not. It's always better to have a star. It's always better to create a very successful business with a star. And you know what? If they leave... You're back to where they were before that star even appeared. If they were never there, you're just always where you were before or after that star appeared. It's better to love and lose than to have never loved. That's what Mike told me. We're out of time, everybody. I want to thank Mike as always, callers and listeners, into the studio. We'll talk to you next time, Wrestling Observer Live. <laughs>